the sail heads aren't going to be fast enough. Now is not the time for anxiety. Kieran climbs up onto the back of the serpent and says, if you're going to help, get on. Oh, cacophony climbs hey, on. I am, I'm on there so fast. We're all climbing. Yeah. All right. Uh, this thing takes off and it is fast. It is very fast. You can tell that it's already going to cover the distance. It took you guys, to, it took you guys four days to cover this distance. It's going to cover this distance in less than a day. And as you are uh, flying after this thing. So you want to start you, explaining things now? Or do you want to be cool and mysterious and lie in sand for a while more? At this point, the serpent pipes up and says, oh, is he doing the cool and mysterious thing? Well, yeah, he's, he's trying. trying. <laughs> Honestly, it came across as a little dorky with the whole sleeping in the sand thing, but we just didn't say that. Hey, don't, don't talk shit about sleeping in the sand. It's very comfortable. <laughs> Great. So what the fuck just happened? Uh, Kieran at this point says, uh, it appears that you uh, busted through an ancient seal that was keeping a, uh, a ancient undead priest contained. Technically, it was already open. We just decided whether we could reseal it or go ahead and open it, and we decided on opening it because we figured unscrupulous people would show up and fuck with it later. So we just wanted to deal with it now while we were here and could actually fight it. It's a controlled opening. Well, we're dealing with it now. Yeah, indeed. Great, so it's a world-eater thing. I'm assuming you know about this, you fucking space park ranger. <laughs> hey, do you know Alviva's dad? Can we just get to backstory later? We have to we have to murder a mummy whirlwind now. No! If we get his backstory later, he's going to die in battle. Don't you understand plots? <laughs> I need to know about my dad, Jill. I'm a member of an organization called the Star Wardens. Our yeah, goal we figured. is to keep, this ex- to keep this exact kind of thing from happening. You didn't do a good job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keeping I- secrets from people didn't exactly work out super well, did it? He has no response to this. More important question. Before bad things happen, do you know her dad? Point at Alfiva. Did you know my dad? Kind of looks looks at Alfiva and goes, I don't know who's your dad. Uh, I describe Grayson and where I'm from. Okay, it's like, I, I don't know anybody like that. Oh. oh. That's disappointing. Great. Setting that yeah. aside for now, how the fuck do we stop that? <laughs> From what I understand, things this powerful, they're generally immune to anything that's not magic. You're going to need, if you've got any magic weapons or abilities, you're going to need to use those right away. Aw, beans. <laughs> the thing is, is that once you can damage it, they're actually quite weak. Okay. Okay. I like the sound of that. If my best guess is that it's going to try and get to the ships and get off planet to join the rest of the cult. Oh. It's right. bad. But from what I understand... The Elven legal office has those anti-aircraft can- cannons on the top, so its first priority is going to be to disable those. So that gives us some time, that gives us a chance to disable it before it gets to the ships. Wait, cannons work? I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. Cannon? Ca- you said magic only, and then you're like, cannons. Well, it's the cannons will work on the ship that it tries to take out of here. Oh, right. Right. Another important question. Hello, Beautiful creature that we are riding. Hello. What is your name? I'm Circa. What's your name? My name is Alviva. Oh, that's a very pretty name. <laughs> oh, thank you. What, what kind of creature are you? Oh, I'm a Sephardin. I've never heard of such a thing. Yeah, we, uh, we're, we're mostly spacefaring. So if you're a groundling, that would explain it. Oh. Are you like, uh, a, are you a Star Warden? 
Um, I'm a friend of the Star Wardens. We tend to cross paths a lot. And Kieran here is like the most fun that I've had so far. So I figure following him around can't hurt. Plus, he needs a ride every once in a while, which I'm happy to provide. Does he ride you through space instead of a ship? Yes. Oh, my God. Why can't we ride him through space? Yes. Uh, Sephardin are natural spell jammers. Holy shit. That's amazing. Yes. In fact, if you do run into a Sephardin and your ship is damaged or can't fly, you can generally hire one of us to tow you to the nearest spaceport. So, Kit, out of character. Yes. Are these canonical? How do you spell Sephardin? S-A-R-P-H-A-R-D-I-N. I I kind of love them. (laughs) Also, thank you for probably saving my life. Oh, it was nothing. It was very it was very fun watching you fly with those wings though. They seem very interesting. Yeah, when 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 they last and when I can actually make them happen. You should work on that. Maybe if you do it more they'll last longer. It's like <sighs> exercise, you know? That'd be nice. That would be nice. As you guys are the you guys are getting closer and closer and closer to the sandstorm, by the way. Uh and you are reaching uh you are reaching um, Sky Harbor, and you see the sandstorm collapse and coalesce into a shape far ahead of you. And it's going to take you a couple of minutes to catch up, but you know that this mummy has landed in Sky Harbor. Is it in the shape of a giant face, the sandstorm? Is it kind of going, <laughs> uh, Jill, are yeah. you sending the captain to let him know? Fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, and at this point, Kieran says, I think he knows. And she, you can thank gu- you. You start to hear gunfire coming from Sky Harbor at this well, distance. I, I, I meant the elf captain. There are so but, you many know, captains. Our captain, our captain should wear too. <laughs> Probably all of them know. <laughs> Circa uh, sets you down at a safe enough distance from the mummy that it won't attack you uh, immediately. Uh, as uh, Kieran, Kieran is climbing off and you guys all disembark, he turns to Circa and says, Okay, I gotta do what I have to do and I just do a backflip off. <laughs> <laughs> Cacophony does a sick backflip off the back of this this <laughs> space serpent thing. And Kieran turns to Sirka and says, if it gets past us, destroy all the ships. And Sirka nods and takes off again. And Kieran turns to the rest of you guys and says, all right, are you ready? Yep. Ready as we'll ever be. I'm kind of useless. Yeah. Uh, Sky Harbor has one road, which means guess what you guys are doing? <gasps> Walking in like V-shape up that road. <laughs> like geese. Wait, who's in front? Honk. Probably Kieran. <laughs> Who wants to be in front? Probably Kieran. Cacophony <laughs> wants to be, but it's probably Kieran. <laughs> she probably I I... insists. She she she's like, God, I want to be in front, but no, this is no. The Star Warden should be in front. Go, man, go. <laughs> Honestly, I, I she's very salty range. about it. I fire from long range. You you should be in front. Oh, Jill's okay. already <laughs> walking. She's working on a ca- on casting a spell at the moment. All right, so showdown at high noon, slow motion. You guys are walking down this road. I have a Mastiff. I had to give up Morrison because I don't think that he could handle riding on Circa. Um, so I said goodbye. And as you guys are walking down this road, you see ahead of you uh, this mummy standing in the middle of the street, um, firing spells and various effects at... Uh, you see further down the road, there's an overturned wagon and behind it, firing from cover, are both Captain Galeron and Captain Bondar. Um, they're both looking pretty hurt, and as they fire at this thing with both gun and longbow, it does not appear to be doing much damage to them. But they don't appear to be doing much damage to it. Everybody roll initiative. So would you say that we've been- how long did that flight take? 
Um, I would say between four and six hours. The flight? The flight over here took four and, between four and six hours. Holy shit. That was a long-ass time. This is a natural spell-jamming creature. It can move. Okay. In that case, I want to know my enemy. <laughs> oh? Because yeah. it was Good. a long-ass time. Um, and okay. it's pretty big, so you probably could have spent some time observing it, yeah. Yeah. So, starting 7th level, spend one minute observing the interaction with another creature outside combat, which we kind of did. You can learn certain information about its capabilities. Uh, the DM tells you if the creature is your equal, superior, or interior in regard to two of the following characteristics. Okay. Alright. I'm gonna ask its armor class if it's it's inferior equal or greater uh what's your armor class 16 it has higher than your armor class all right it's greater than my 16 and current hit points my hit points are 69 really okay it has greater than your hit points it's greater than my hit points he took damage i took damage last time and i couldn't remember what it was so i just bumped it down to 69 <laughs> <laughs> You could have burnt a, a dice while we were sitting there, like a hit dice, to, to bring that up for your for your pal, you, the you, healer. You should do that. If anyone wants to have done a short rest on the back of the big snake, you can you can have done that. For your pal, the healer. Okay, fine. I surprisingly... Plus six. Have no health problems right now. Okay, what did everybody get for initiative? Elvivia, what'd you get? I got 16. 16. Cacophony, what'd you get? 23. 23, nice. Jill, what'd you get? 20. 20. Arturos, what'd you get? 16. Oh god, this is so many NPCs. I'm gonna rule that Imric and the treasure hunters didn't come. Yeah, we yeah. didn't let them on the dragon. Yeah, no, of course not. They're assholes. No. They can walk back. They can take the long way back. Fuck it. Yeah. What are they gonna do? They got the horses. We'll see them in four days. It'll be fine. Alright, is everybody ready to go? I'm scared. Every time you keep giving us opportunity to prepare spells and ask us if we're ready, I get more scared, Kit. Well, you should probably- <laughs> You could you should probably put your uh, put your guy on the map. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, where are we on this map? Where you are, are at we? the there south end of the road. Okay. See see us? No. Yes. There you go. <laughs> uh, Kit, I need my dog. I need uh, what's his name? Uh, the mastiff. Uh, yeah, hang yeah. on. Let me let me pull a mastiff. It might not be the same mastiff as last time. Not the best combat option, but he's a good boy. <laughs> okay, I can't find a dog, so you're getting a wolf. Okay. He's a little stretchy. He's a squished wolf. <laughs> wow, he's like a... He, this is what, like, a compressed audio file looks like. <laughs> oh my god. This is a, Stuart, what happened to you? This is a JPEG wolf that's been compressed. <laughs> this is a lossy wolf. This, this, this dog has been content-aware scaled. <laughs> Hang on, I'll give, I'll give you control of him. Assuming control. I'm posting a picture of this wolf on Twitter. <laughs> compressed wolf <laughs> okay you should have control of this dog this dog has been saved seven times on facebook and has had like text added to it and a couple of minions <laughs> i don't want to waste any more time looking for a dog <laughs> All this trouble, and then Stuart only has five hit points, so the likelihood that he's around for more than a couple minutes is so low. <laughs> so, uh, Cacophony, top of the round, it's your turn first. Well, magic's the only thing that works, uh, except for all my magic, because he's, he's undead. 
Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to stab him with mom. Cat? I don't actually have advantage, so that's just the first number there. So 23. 23 hits. Uh, and stab with mom. Eight piercing. Eight piercing. Uh, and then I am going to bardic inspiration. Uh, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I, I can tell my friends. I'm going to actually, um, I'm going to be using my mantle of inspiration. So what Cacophony does is she kind of flaps her uh, cape a little bit, uh, dodges forward, draws mom from her hand, shanks the mummy, and then sparkling, uh, well, we're in the desert. What's great? Sparkling glitter rains down, catching all the light from the sun above, and it swirls around her and then it flares out to touch all of her friends. One, two, three, four, five, six, to the south. Everybody gains five temporary HP, and everybody gets the chance to move up to their move action without taking a taps off opportunity. Guys. So Cacophony is going to move back. Please do not crowd around the mummy for my sake. Just give me <laughs> oh, a sec okay. for that. I was about to crowd around the mummy. How close can I get to the mummy? Uh, please give it a five foot radius. Okay, I'll go here. Thank you. And Artie, are you going to move too, since you like being up close and personal? I do like being up close and personal. I just, I just need, like, you don't all have to crowd around the way. Artie can get right next to the mummy. I can work with that, but just. Okay. Uh, Cacophony, Thazita hunkers down with you behind another overturned wagon. Ah, hello. (laughs) So, Cacophony, is that your turn? Yeah, that's all I got. Everybody's done moving? See. Yes. Okay. Thazita's up next. She is? Yeah, she rolled real high. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how she rolled real high, but she did. All right. Uh, she is going to cast Flaming Sphere. She's going to bash that Flaming Sphere into the mummy. She's going to roll a dexterity save. Yeah, this is another Kit plays D&D with herself situation here. All right. Successful save. So only half damage on that Flaming Sphere. That is three damage. And that is the Zeta's turn. Jill, you're up. Okay. So Jill has been like sort of mumbling under her breath, saying a few prayers. And... Cacophony's whole thing makes the makes you really notice just how bright the sun is, and then things start to get a little darker as clouds appear. And Juliana casts Call Lightning. Yes. I love Call Lightning. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so our mummy needs to roll a saving throw, right? Deck save, yes. And as I am Dex casting that good. at fourth level. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Alright, he rolled a 17. Ugh, a 17 just does it. Okay, so half half damage. That's still a lot of lightning damage at fourth level. Right, he still has, like, he has to pass my my spell save DC? Yes. Okay, so that's 29 divided by 2. Oh, yeah, that's still really good. Yeah, so that's 18? 19? Uh, 29 divided by 2 is 14 and a half, so 14. Okay, so that does 14 lightning damage. And that cloud stays, as I recall, so you can keep yes. smacking it with lightning whenever you want. Yes, Whoa. I can, and according to the spell text, that's not just the initial hit, that's every single lightning hit. <laughs> it gets an extra, it gets an extra 1d10. Ethel said, knock you out! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Up next is Captain Bondar, who looks over at you guys showing up and is like, well, it's about damn time. Hello, Captain. We kind of got a lift. We're trying really hard here, okay? Well, good, because nothing I'm doing is doing shit. Has to be magic. Well, god damn it. <laughs> you don't happen we to have a to magic stop- gun, do you? I really don't. We need to stop somewhere with magic weapons, Captain. 
Yeah, no shit. Where the fuck's Kara? Kara's back at the boat. She's gonna take off. Ah. Probably for the best, honestly. Where's that dude? The dude, the punch up. He the has magic. One? He has magic weapons. Was he hot? Uh, oh, you're standing. You're, you're standing next to the pawn shop, by the way. The evil I'm just, I'm just shouting towards the mummy, disregarding <laughs> the pawn shop behind me. Where's the pawn shop? <laughs> oh, we're talking about the immoral man. You're standing between two of the three buildings. I don't see it. <laughs> oh my god, where are the chickens? Are the chickens okay? Is this where the chickens live? Uh, the, the chickens are on the other side of the- that, that's where the dead end is, yeah. Oh no. Whose turn is it? <laughs> Captain Bondar. Yeah, uh, it's her turn. Uh, she's spent most of it shouting, and, uh, knowing that her gun's not gonna do much, she's going to, uh, dip over to get more cover behind the pawn shop, and then maybe try to circle around. Uh, up next is, uh, Captain Galeron, who's also looking pretty haggard. Hello, other captain! <laughs> But he does have green flame blade. Oh. Oh. Will he have more luck with it than Alviva did? Samesies! <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he's gonna make his longsword attack with that. That's a 21. That'll hit. Nice. Hey. And the uh, the melee isn't gonna do much, but he will do uh, 1d8 fire damage. He is better at it than I am. Well, he's probably a little older. Okay. It's 8 <laughs> damage. So that's maximum. So 8 fire damage. Show off. <laughs> All right, and that's his turn, because not, none of his other attacks will do any damage. Uh, Elviva, you're up. All right, I leveled up, baby. I'm gonna get in there with my swords, and there might even be a combo here, because basically what happens is that Elviva draws one sword, and then in the other hand, she kind of focuses for a minute, so she looks also kind of confused, <laughs> and then <laughs> threads of shadow weave themselves together into a matching sword uh, that is made out of shadow. Uh, so this Sick. is shadow blade. Finally, more yeah. swords. <laughs> more swords, magic swords. And she's just like, hell yeah, and <laughs> goes for it. One thing that's cool, so I do get bonuses if my target is in dim light. Is the massive thunderstorm enough to have created a dim light situation? Ooh. I'm going to rule yes, because it's cool. Hell yeah! <laughs> yes! Hell yeah! You've powered up my shadow blades. So that was a bonus action, which means I can get my full attack. And I get advantage because of it being shadowy. So that is a 21 to hit. A 21 will hit, roll damage. So the normal damage is uh, 6 slashing, and it is a magic weapon. So that is magic damage. And it also does psychic damage. Ooh. Does psychic damage work on this thing? Uh, you'll find out. <laughs> Alright. If it takes it, it takes six psychic damage. Okay, so six slashing and six psychic? Yes. Very nice. And the psychic damage does appear to do damage as it doubles over and clutches at its head. Nice! Yes! Ooh. And I'll hit it again! Fuck this guy in particular. There's <laughs> no whispers. Um, yeah, because of extra attack, I'll get two with the fancy sword, and that's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit. So that is another six slashing and another 12 psychic. Holy shit. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, and then since I might as well, I will hit it with my um, normal sword. I don't know if it will take that damage. And it's only a 12 to hit. 12 so is not hit. Does that give me advantage? Uh, it does give you advantage because you're flanking it with Captain Galeron. Right. 
Okay, so that's a 23 to follow up. So a 10 slashing, non-magical. Does it seem like it takes half damage or does it just not do anything? You slash through and like where you hit, sand pours out, but does not appear to do any actual damage to the uh, to the mummy. All right, magic only. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's your turn? Yes. And gonna say that while uh, Stuart goes in for the bite, because he is a good boy, I'm not gonna bother rolling it because that is not a magical dog bite. So he's kind of just going to be there chomping at it, mostly for the benefit of flanking. <laughs> All right. Uh, so at the end of your turn, uh, the mummy is going to take a legendary action. Fuck. Oh, no. It shouts a word in its own language that you don't fully understand, but everyone within uh, 10 feet, you double over as it seems the words itself seems to crawl into your head. And I need to, everyone within 10 feet to roll a constitution saving throw. Fucking power words, man. Fucking worst. Five. I do not constitute. Oh no. Seventeen. Okay. Captain Galeron succeeds. Uh, Arturo succeeds. Alviva fails. You are stunned. Hmm. That sounds bad. I'll look up the rules. Basically, you can't do anything, and they get advantage against you. Yeah. You get You're incapacitated, can't move, and can speak only falteringly. Uh, automatically failed strength and dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls against you have advantage. Okay, horrible. Yes. Fuck. You can't take actions or reactions. I'm just curled up in myself. Okay. And who else is it within 10 feet? That's it. It's it. Oh, the wolf needs to roll a constitution saving throw. Or the dog. Oh. <laughs> How dare you hurt my dog? Don't hurt the dog. It, it rolled it at 20. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. The dog's fine. That's a very good dog. It's a very good boy. Don't worry, folks. The dog is fine. Does dogdie.com? No! And even if it went in, even if it did, it's not quite a real dog, so it doesn't die at all. It goes to a happy farm in the bag. And then it comes back. And then it comes back! Are we sure this isn't just one animal in several different, like, animal bodies, like a dog's purpose style? (laughs) (laughs) It might be. I don't know. I'll have to try and ask them. So, Arturos, you're up. Mm -hmm. Wait, let me see real quick if he sees store behind him. He does! He fi- figures out there's a store behind him! <laughs> Good job! I'm proud of you, Artie. Oh, wait, there it is! Uh, and he kind of kicks open the door and yells inside to see if the owner's in there. Uh, I will rule that kicking open the door is going to be an action. Run in and buy some magic weapons! Take some magic weapons! Run Just in! Just steal you can return them afterward. Okay. Borrow them! I won't Borrow kick some magic weapons! I won't kick it in, but I'll I'll borrow some magic weapons. In and out. Uh, okay, the door is closed and locked. <laughs> oh, come on! Kick it! <laughs> this guy kick saw a mummy coming down the road and was like, fuck this! <laughs> Better lock my door yeah. in case the mummy tries to open <laughs> he it. He won't be able to! I- ipso facto, no mummy! <laughs> we need magic! It only hurts magic! <laughs> magic only hurts it. Magic it's- only- You try speaking several languages! Artie, use the gun arm! Gun arm! I don't want to use Gun it arm at close range, Alviva! <laughs> uh, so long as he's ten feet back, he's technically not at close range. Gun arm the, the mummy! blast radius! That's fair. My friends are in the blast radius. Does it have a blast radius? Of course it has a cannon! <laughs> Alright, we'll kick in the door. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, roll strength check. 23. You kick in that fucking door, it splinters open. <laughs> I 
need weapons. Come, <laughs> you see, you see the guy peeking out from behind the desk, and he just kind of points to the back room. Go, 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 go! I run in the back. All right, you are, uh, you are in the back room. There are a bunch of magic weapons there. However, considering that you've done out done an action and a move, and I'm pretty sure that's your turn. Oh, can Is you at least though? pick out a weapon? Is it though? Can't that's I at least? Take, that's gonna take more than six seconds. Can't I just like peek? Uh, I can say that you can scan the room and find an ideal magic weapon in this time. Okay, cool. but you can't pick it up yet. That will be next turn. Fine. So start thinking about weapons. Yeah, think about what kind of magic weapon you Wait, want. I can choose it. It, I'm going to say that the best he's going to have back there is a plus one of basically uh, most martial weapons. So look up a martial weapon you want, and I will say whether or not he probably has it. The more exotic it is, the less likely it is he'll have it. And you should probably make sure it's two-weapon. It's two-handed. Two-handed weapon. Got it. All right, so that's Arturos' turn. Uh, at the end of Arturos' turn, uh, the mummy is going to uh, use blinding dust. So everyone within five feet of the Mummy Lord has to roll a constitution saving throw. Gotta say, being a rogue is very handy right now. We're not within five feet. Oh, I rolled in at 20, thank Whew. God. Okay. The dog also has to roll. Oh, that's right. Dog got three. Ooh. Ooh, Captain Galeron got a six. Okay, so the dog and Captain Galeron are both blinded. Oh, jeez. Alviva, you're fine, but still stunned. My eyes were already closed, can't get me. And now it is the mummy's turn. I think he's had enough turns, if you think about it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's been using legendary actions. Uh, it's going to look around. It's going to figure out who the biggest threat is. Uh, currently, it's the one that uh, managed to do a lot of magic damage. So, uh, Alviva, you need to make a constitution saving throw as it grabs out at you. Oh, okay, dirty 20. All right. You succeed on the save, which means you'll take half damage. Okay, so hang on, I gotta get a calculator out for this. Kit! <laughs> oh! That's too many dice, Kit! Why did you that roll 14d6? That's, that's too many d It's a six-level spell. That's, you take that's so many You take 29 necrotic damage. That's too many. That's so many, Kit! It's 29 necrotic oh. damage you take. Jeez. The good news is, is that you succeeded on the savings throw, so your maximum hit points don't get reduced by that amount. Ah! Oh, good. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm so glad. Um, I have a spell I can use as a reaction. Can I use that while you're, I am stunned? You're stunned. stunned. You can't take reactions while you're stunned. That don't. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh... So the nice thing, guys, is he can probably only cast this once or twice. <laughs> I fought a green dragon once that could do 16d6 breath damage, and it kept rolling a recharge, so it did it five turns in a row. Oh, that's great, but that doesn't really help us here, now does it, Mackenzie? I mean, it does. It means you cast it once out of probably twice. Probably twice. Love those odds. Let, let, let yeah. me give a shake, a shaky thumbs up while I'm doubled over, <laughs> incapacitated and unable to rebuke. Alviva's <laughs> actually injured. She's not used to this. <laughs> All right, so um, that's the end of the mummy's turn, which means, Alviva, you are no longer stunned. Oh, thank God. Now I'm just angry. <laughs> hey, Al Alviva, your, dex your dexterity's really good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Do it. Just do it. I mean, it's not my turn yet, but yeah, cool. <laughs> good to know. Cool. All right, that is the end of the mummy's turn. Uh, up next is Kieran, who rolled pretty bad on initiative. 
Yeah, he's going to do Hail of Thorns again. Okay, so that is his bonus action. Then he's going to fire his longbow. So that is a 19. That will hit. And that's not going to do any regular damage, but the mummy now needs to make a dexterity saving throw to dodge all of the thorns that come, came sprouting out of that arrow. At uh, 13, that fails. So he takes, oof, two piercing damage. Yerg. Oh, and also Captain Galeron and Alviva and the dog need to make dexterity saving throws. <laughs> That's how Hail of Thorns works. Hey, hey, Kieran, I got issues with your technique there. Uh, the good news is you're no longer stunned. Yeah, so I can at least try. I got a 14. Uh, I think a 14 just succeeds, so I think- Yeah, it better! Uh, <laughs> the dog only got 11. The dog is blind. I think it fails automatically. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the dog and Captain Galeron both take two piercing damage as well. You hit my dog! <laughs> <laughs> Kieran kind of winces and goes, sorry! Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, with a successful save, you take, you, take, you, take, you take one piercing damage from the thorns. One kind of wings ya. I need every hit point I can get. Alright, uh, and that's Kieran's turn. At the end of Kieran's turn, uh, the mummy lord is going to use its uh, whirlwind of sand ability. Yeah, it's gonna whirlwind of sand right up next to Jill. Great. And that is its legendary action. Uh... Up next is Cacophony. Alright, um, I'm a stab with mom. Alright. I want to thank uh, Jill for being there. <laughs> Anytime. Because having a friend within five feet of this guy means I get extra damage. Just a friend? Yeah, it means I get, uh, it means I get did, my sneak attack damage. Did, did they have uh, to be a buddy? No, they don't. They have to be on my side in the fight. But you know. Basically. Friendship. Yeah, yeah friendship. Uh, 17 hit. 17 will hit. Okay. Uh, so 8, and let me roll sneak attack. So that is 15 magic damage. Dope. And, um... So hello, everybody. I'm a mastermind rogue now, thanks to the wind side. <laughs> so what I am going to do is... I am going to... Who does the most damage? I guess it's Alviva. Though Jill could. I'm going to actually help Jill. I'm going to use my bonus action. Uh, look across the mummy lord over towards Jill and go, Jill? What's up? Whatever you do, you're going to do incredible. Focus on it. Look at me. Keep your eyes on me. And strike the mummy. Do something magically radiant, please. And that means you're going to get advantage on whatever you do. Nice. Okay. Magically radiant. Yeah. Look, I, I just assume mummies hate radiant damage. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you got that holy water. Let's not forget. This is true. Alright, so is that Cacophony's turn? Yeah, that's my bonus action, baby! Okay, I'm just gonna double check whether that's a bonus action to move the sphere. Yeah, okay, Thazita's gonna move her flaming sphere up, although she can't smash it into the mummy quite yet. Uh, and then, let's see what other spells she has that are not concentration. Uh, not a whole lot, so she's gonna cast Infestation. Uh, the thing has to make a constitution saving throw. Gross, a Rooney! Uh, succeeds, no damage. That's what she's got. So... Uh, the Zeta casts a spell, and you see a bunch of, uh, bugs appear around the priest, and then just kind of die off and fall to the ground. And she's like, oh, that didn't work the way I thought it was going to. Ugh. Uh, up next is Jill. Okay. Actually, at the end of- first, at the end of the Zeta's turn, the high priest is going to turn and take a swipe at Cacophony. Fuck no. Uh, does a 23 hit your AC? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you take 18 bludgeoning damage and 23 necrotic. Uh-oh. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. There we go. There we go. And uh, 
And you need to roll a constitution a saving throw. Okay. 13, I fa- that, I'm, so I imagine I, I lower by 23. Right? Right? Uh, hang on, I gotta roll a thing. So that's, that is a fail on the con save. Uh, let me just double check. And did you lose your, uh, does that take into account your, um, your temp as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so your maximum hit points are reduced by 11. Got it. So this thing takes a swipe at you. It hits you really fucking hard and you Ow. feel like shit. Boy, you feel absolutely terrible. I'll be real. This is about rug levels here, folks. Uh, you should have a healing potion on, in your inventory. I, I do. Okay. You are also cursed. Excellent. And that's going to be sticking, sticking around until it gets a, uh, meets a greater restoration. Oh, I do not have greater restoration prepared. I think also remove curse. Remove curse also works as you should have. I mean, yes, I have it, but do I have it prepared is yeah. a fun question to ask me. <laughs> yeah, uh, curse target can't regain hit points. Yeah, oh so just don't work. Okay. Jill, it's your turn. Okay. First off, I'm going to uh, keep up the call lightning. I'm going to put that um, basically like here-ish, so it's slightly behind us, so it's not actually going to get me and Mac in the uh, in the crossfire, and that is going to be another 2d10. 2d10? Because you cast it at level uh, 4. 4d10. Oh, is he? Is it the exact same effect yeah. each time? It, yeah, it, it lasts the whole time. Oh, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was like an initial, and then it. I don't know, the, the fire one or everything, where it's an initial and then it's a smaller recurring. No, it's just 40 10 each time. Yes. Yeah. Great. Does he need to do another deck save? It doesn't say that. Yeah, he does every time. Okay, well, what's his deck save? His deck save is... Uh, oh, God, it's two natural 20s because you rolled with advantage. <sighs> oh, so he succeeds, but you still get half damage on that 40 10. Okay, well, I didn't roll as great that time, so that's eight. Actually, you rolled exactly the same as last time. No, I didn't. I think. Oh, okay. Because it's it's fifteen reduced to half. Yeah. So, so seven. Seven. Oh, I, for some reason I was adding the no, fourteen. No, I rolled twenty nine last time. Yeah, I was adding <laughs> I was adding the two d ten you rolled plus the fifteen because I just assumed you rolled two. No. And then again. for my bonus action, uh, I'm going to cast spiritual weapon because it is not cool. a concentration spell. Uh, so that is going to create, as usual, a large war hammer. And that is a melee spell attack on him. Which I believe you get advantage on, uh, not just because of the flanking, but because Cacophony inspired you or helped you. Yeah. Is that what that did? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. That is 27. Okay. 27 hits. Roll damage. Okay. That does eight radiant damage. All right. Or I'm sorry, that's eight force damage. Eight force damage. Okay. Yeah. So I assume it's in the shape of a big hammer. Absolutely. All right, so this thing curses your friend and you just strike it with lightning and wallop it with a big hammer in revenge. Yep. And I'd like to think that she, like, holds out, like, she she holds up her, her right hand, like, with the hammer on it and casts, and, and casts the call lightning again. And then she sort of, like, swings in with her, with her, like, left hand to do sort of, like, a cross cut, just, like, as sort of a punch in front of him. And that's when the war hammer, that's when the spiritual war hammer, like, follows that arc and just smashes into him. <laughs> very good alright so up next is Captain Bondar's turn she's going to keep circling around the back of the uh, of the shop that's about as much as she can do at the moment uh, up next is Captain Galeron who is blind and is not entirely sure the thing in front of him has uh, has left so he takes a couple of blind swipes of the sword and that's his turn and now he is not blind anymore uh, Alviva you're up alright so I gather myself 
I look down and I think I probably lost my shadow blade because it was concentration. So I will flick my wrist to bring it back once again and rush in to stab. Stab! Stab! Does she get does she get flanking if she's across from the flaming sphere? I, she's not across from the flaming sphere, also no. <laughs> I also I, I get advantage anyway because of the storm clouds. True. For my shadow blade. That's right. Uh so that's a twenty-six for the first one. That'll hit. That is eleven psychic and nine magical slashing. Yeah. And then my normal sword, I hit, but it probably doesn't count for anything because it's not um magical. Yeah, I just make I I I it's about the rhythm of it, you know? Like I'm used to attacking with the two swords, like it would throw me off my rhythm to not. So I do take a slash and just see the sand pour out. Yeah. But then I stab again with my shadow blade, which will hit again for another six psychic and nine magical slashing. Very nice, very nice. It's a lot of damage you're doing this thing, it's looking rough. Good. Is that your turn? Stuart just kind of whimpers and looks around as it as he regains his sight. I know yeah. he's lost. You poor little dog. Yeah. And yes, that is my turn. Okay, Arturos, what weapon do you have? Uh, I'm hoping for a glaive. Okay, you have a plus one glaive. Sweet. Is it magical? Uh, plus one weapons are magical, yes. They're enchanted. Great. So a plus one glaive, remember, has a magical bonus to both attack and damage. I don't understand why there would be splash damage, because it's just a big ball. It's not like it explodes. The explosion makes it shoot out, but then it's just a big ball. It doesn't seem to say that there's, like splash damage on a cannon maybe i was wrong uh, in terms of cannon large object actions cannonball range 600 2400 one target oh hey yeah one target sweet yes. and honestly if you get in front of uh if you get in front of the the captain there you uh you got a clean shot you, you step in front of that doggo you did step in front of the doggo you, you you could get a clean shot there through that fireball you can still shoplift a plus one glaive if you want and I think you should. I definitely should, yes. Okay, so I assume you're going to run back out of the shop? Yes. All right, and, uh, cool. I can't really go very far, but we'll run out the shop and... No, I think I think if you... Hmm. You might be able to get in front of the dog, just get in a straight line with him, honestly. Yeah, protect the puppers. Get in front of the dog. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I go, everybody watch out! And I shoot my cannon arm. Yeah. Uh, Come on, describe yeah. it, describe it. What do you do? What do you do? Uh I still I still think that it's a Mega Man situation. Uh-huh. Where he just kinda legs akimbo, one arm on the cannon arm, the other one kinda just like charging. Uh let's see if we hit. It's a twenty-three. That will hit. Roll damage. Awesome. 55 yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Alright, so here's what happens. Uh -huh. 55? Holy fuck. Jill, your friends are both bleeding heavily. Lightning has come from the sky to shock this thing and it hasn't killed it. You've hit it with a big, big great big magic hammer. Nothing has killed it. You're readying as this thing is turning towards you, ready for whatever horrible thing it's going to do to you next. And as it turns to roar at you... There's a tremendous noise from down the road, and all of a sudden, this thing is just Kaboom. blown away. <laughs> <laughs> it just vanishes. Like, you see a puff of dust, like, trailing away in the wind towards the end of the road, but this thing is fucking gone. Did I get it? <laughs> I think you did, Artie. Oh, you magnificent bastard! 
<laughs> I didn't know. See? This is why I wasn't too worried. Artie's got it. I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't think that would work. Is it okay? Is it actually gone or did it just become sand again? You guys look at the pile of sand. It's not moving. Jill kind of like kicks it with her foot a little. Um, as you kick the sand, uh, you you hit like a something that's kind of dry and crunchy, and you see in the pile of sand there is a what appears to be a desiccated humanoid heart. Should we burn it, crush it. I maybe squish it. I think yeah, crushing sounds I, great. I, I think it's this. The Zeta toddles up. It says, "I think we should definitely destroy it, just in case." Maybe. Pour a little bit of holy water on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Jill's gonna. Oh, that's, a, that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, Jill's gonna pull out the 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 water bottle, and just kind of like just, uncork it and just kind of like drizzle it on it, like putting like pouring salt on a snail. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there's any particular rules for destroying this thing. Uh, I think holy water is gonna do it, honestly. So you pour <laughs> the holy water on this thing, and there's a there's a quiet sort of screeching noise as this thing just sort of dissolves in the holy water and disappears. Like dry ice. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Guys, that wasn't fun. <laughs> Cacophony uh, kind of slowly Cacophony looks like drained. She yeah. like slowly limps her way over to the uh, to the collapsed cart and just kind of sinks down on it. Ugh. Zeta comes uh, meandering over and goes, Are you alright? I don't feel great right now. Hang on, let me see if I have something for this. All along, she's going to get the dramatic moment. Yeah, she's going to uh, cast Dispel Magic, uh, and she's going to have to roll for it. This is a sixth level spell. Uh, it's not, actually. It's a third it, level. Oh, roll. Yeah, uh, if you're dispelling... Yeah, if you're just, the spell you're dispelling is higher level, you have to roll for it. Okay, well, in that case, she can roll at a third level, and that'll probably dispel it. So, you are now no longer mummy cursed. Oh, sweet! I won't lose 10 HP a day. <laughs> okay. And suddenly she looks much more revitalized, and she stands up, and she swoops the Xena into, like, a, a casual grasp. She goes, would you mind if I give you a kiss? I think that would be alright. <laughs> Smooching occurs. Smooching occurs. The sun is setting behind them. <laughs> Uh, Alviva, you hear it. You feel a tap on your shoulder. Uh, I look around. I was busy staring. I was staring at cacophony smooch. Yeah, <laughs> I should probably heal her later. <laughs> Kieran is standing behind you. Oh, uh, hey, hey. Listen, I'm sorry I couldn't help you with whatever this thing is with your dad, but you did good here. Oh well, well, thank you. That, that means a lot. Yeah. Uh, here, you should probably have this. And he reaches into his bag and he pulls out a badge identical to the one that he's got, the uh, the golden Triquetra badge. And he hands it to you and says, if you need the Star Wars, this will allow you to get a hold of me. Cacophony pulls away from Zeta oh. enough to go, Alviva, Alviva, uh -huh. you, sh you should ask if he could be another dad. Can you just ask people to be your dad? Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, he is pretty cool. I don't know. What What do you think? What do you think of being my dad, Karen? I'm I kind think, of missing the dad figure in my life. I don't think I'm ready for that in terms of the responsibility. <laughs> but you All are right. cool enough to be like a, a, a an epic mentor figure. That's basically yeah, a dad. No, mm -hmm. Like a step- a step- Uncle. A, like an a, uncle. Oh, a, a cool yeah. uncle. How's that? I never had an uncle before. Will you be my uncle? Uh, 
I'll think about it. It's all the You're idolization, <laughs> none of the responsibility. Take the badge and we'll talk. And he just shoves okay, it out. I, I, I take the badge and I, does this make me a Star Warden? Uh, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to drop the, uh, the item on you real quick, the handout. Oh, okay. This doesn't make you a Star Warden, but it does mean you can contact us if you need us. But you can claim to be a Star Warden. Ah. Huh. Okay. No reason you can't lie, Alviva. Uh, There is the fact that she's really bad at it. Yeah. I'll do it for you, Alviva. Is is there, do the Star Wardens have like a a base, a a sphere? Like, where could I learn more about you? Like, I'm I'm curious if this is something that my, my actual dad was a part of. You know, I don't think we're there yet in terms of trust, but <laughs> he's not at uncle level, so he can't do that yet. Your affection, ha- your affection meter hasn't increased to the proper threshold for personal yeah, yeah. quest I yet. I haven't given you enough eggs. I know how this goes. <laughs> we, the, we rely a lot on people not knowing where we are or that we exist. He seems so. like the kind of guy who would prefer gifts of wine. So you're going to have to wait till like autumn one. Yeah. <laughs> Can I call you every day? I would prefer if you didn't. <laughs> Can she write you letters? I don't know how they would get to me. We'd figure it out. I believe in us. I need to figure out how that works with Tuatha. How do we get mail? <laughs> okay, well, thank you for the badge and for the um, uncle-like approval. <laughs> sure. And then uh, at that point, uh, Sirka sort of lands very heavily behind him and gives the two of you a quizzical look. And Kieran just turns and gets up onto Sirka's back and they fly off. Nice. It was nice, nice to, to meet, meet you, you, Sirka. It was nice to meet you, too. Thank you for the ride. No problem. <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> I wonder if I can message Sirka. <laughs> they seem more fun to talk to, maybe, to be honest. Maybe Sirka could be your parent. Juliana just sort of quietly files away the fact that she is not going to tell anyone she can do sendings for them. Gem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of the show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Anyway, that's it for the session, guys. Good job killing my mummy. Yay! We solved the Herena puzzle! You solved my Yay. mommy puzzle. Good job. Violence solves everything. Hooray for us. <laughs> I just love that the final blow was already coming out of a building and firing the, the cannon and just blowing this thing away. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a commonality I, in a lot of our boss fights, yeah, really. where Rio tries to be clever, clever, and then just ends up shooting the thing to death. I mean, it's real fucking good, though. <laughs> this is like the ultimate Rick O'Connell. <laughs> the mummy screams at you, you scream at the mummy. Ah! <laughs> Kaboom.